Hi, and welcome to Home Hacks, a podcast for people who love organizing their homes. Each week, we'll be sharing our best shortcuts, tips, tricks, and hacks to help you manage your home and create spaces you feel relaxed in. I'm Rachel. And I'm Carly. And we're the founders of Mums Who, which is an online community of people who love finding easy ways to improve and manage their homes. Every week on Home Hacks, we're going to keep things really simple and organize one space at a time. Today, we're going to tackle an area that can be as annoying as it is important, the medicine cabinet. The place that keeps me alive. (laughs) So does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear, there's too much stuff in there. Yeah. All necessary. Exactly. You know, band-aids, you know, they save limbs. And <laughs> especially if you're three and you see a spot of blood, and exactly, you, you need, must have one of those immediately. And if it doesn't have Elsa or Mini, Mini Wiki on it, then it's the end of the world. It can't possibly be a brown band aid. Oh dear, yes, we've got like safari print ones, and that they stick really badly, but the kids just insist on them. I made the error of purchasing some, like, you know, Captain America Marvel superhero uh, ones. Yes, they did not go down well at all. Oh, Where's dear. Mickey? I need Mickey. <laughs> Apparently the picture on it is what determines how successful they are in healing your wounds. Very interesting. (laughs) Noted. (laughs) All right, so step one for organising your medicine cabinet is going to be to cull your items. You know, we all gather stuff over time and it doesn't matter how organised you are, you you know, you end up with a bottle of Panadol that hasn't been used or Nurofen or something that the kids need or Band-Aids that have the wrong image on them. It doesn't really matter what it is. If you're not using it, go through and throw that out and anything that has expired too because you don't want to be going, you know, in the middle of the night or when someone's injured rushing to get medicine or Band-Aids or whatever it is you need out of the cabinet and find that they're not good to be used anymore. So once you've done your cull or while you're doing it, make a little list of what you need to stock up on next time that you're out shopping. So your kids might have aged out of certain medications and need, you know, the next one up or you threw out a lot of expired painkiller. So you want to stock up on that. Just sort of, you know, your usual stuff. Don't get heaps of unnecessary things, but just your usual items. Stock up on that next time you go out. Also things like making sure that your thermometer is working or you know, any other device that you might have, like if you have a blood pressure machine or anything like that, anything that you have, just make sure that that's working, the batteries haven't gone flat or they don't need to be changed because you don't want to be going for that you know, in an emergency or in a situation where your child or someone is sick and it's not working. Yeah, definitely. That's really good advice there. Or like me, you could have multiple thermometers because the children only like a certain one. Each child likes a different kind. Oh my God, that's so pedantic. <laughs> I wonder where they get that from, Carly. It couldn't be me. (laughs) Okay, then you need to work out where you're going to store your items. So do you want to keep them in the bathroom or do you want to keep them in the kitchen? Do you have a cupboard or a drawer or just a box that you're going to keep it all in? It really depends, obviously, on your space. Some people like to use, in our groups, we've seen it quite frequently, people like to use the cabinet over the top of their microwave or their fridge because it's a bit smaller. It's not really that easy to reach so children can't get to it which makes it a pretty safe place to put medications to keep it away from children Um, and it also you know it's usually big enough to fit some boxes with your medication in it and maybe a first aid kit as well. Yeah for sure I definitely keep mine in my overhead you know microwave cabinet mine's sort of a bit bigger than usual but it's really good except that I can't even reach it so I know 100% my kids can't. That's because you're vertically challenged. No, I, I very much am, but I have like the tubs I use have like a, a handle hole in the front and I get a silicon spatula and I insert it into the hole. 
club out. It's very comical and I hope no one ever sees it. That's fantastic. <laughs> so then you need to decide, like Rachel just said, she's got her special tubs that she needs that she can put her spatula in. Um, what kind of tubs you would like to use? So I have a... My mum used to call them a lazy Susan. I think they just call them a turntable now, but it's from Kmart's little clear turntable that I can put the medication in different sections. So I've got adults in one section, kids in another section, and then band-aids and things for what if you fall over in another section, which makes it really easy to get to those things because, you know, I've got it in a cupboard that I don't want to pull everything out of, so I just give it a spin. Um, sometimes I just spin it and see what comes out in the front and pull that out, but... <laughs> Normally, I just spin it and take out what we need. So that's a really good way to store it. There's also some really good tubs also at Kmart that have lids or drawers or Ikea have, what are they called, Rachel, the ones that you had? the um... Oh, it's like Variaria or Yep, those ones or the Cougus ones that have a lid. You can stack them on top of each other to keep things in. People even use like tackle boxes or craft storage boxes. You know, there's so many different ways that you can do it and it, does depend how you want to use it yeah in a fixed location portable you know when you're deciding on the tubs that you need you obviously want to measure your space first because you don't want to go out and buy all these fantastic containers with this big plan of you know putting drawers in and all this stuff you're going to do for your medication and get home and find out it doesn't fit so measure your space first and make sure that you know exactly how much space you've got if you're going to add an extra shelf you know you can always get melamine from bunnings to add an extra shelf in make sure you know what you're going to be working with and then look up your containers online. That's usually the easiest way to do it. Most most places now have their dimensions online. So you can look it up and do a little plan of where you think things are going to go and what can go on top of each other or what can go next to each other and what will fit in that space. And that's going to save you a lot of time because, you know, I have done in the past prior to all of these dimensions being listed online, I would just go to a shop and buy all of these containers or all of these things I'm going to use and be like, this is going to look fantastic and then get home and have an absolute tantrum because nothing fits. So (laughs) you don't want to do a Carly and do that situation where nothing goes where you want it to go because then you're never happy with what it's going to look like later. Or you end up just making do and yeah, you just never love it. Yeah, exactly. And pretty much as long as you can have categories, that is the most important thing in organizing medication. So, you know, you want to have tubs or whatever it is that you're going to use that you can have, you know, painkillers or cold and flu or allergies or, you know, kids cold and flu or kids painkillers. So you're keeping your kids medication separate from your adult medication, you know, a first aid kit that might have different things in it that you don't need to have in that general area might also have a different one for, you know, vitamins or I have one that says devices, which has our thermometers in it and my blood pressure machine and that sort of stuff. So there's all different things that you might need to store that as long as you've got it in a category you can just grab that tub and you're good to go. So when you're considering your categories you should also consider like the frequency or context that you're using certain medications in. So I have regular medication that I take and my husband has medication that he takes you know every now and then for a week or two at a time. So we actually have a little tub that's very easy to reach for me not our children. I label it current and we just keep medications that we are currently using, you know, even if we're just on antibiotics, they would go in there. You know, our regular medications go in there. If we're taking Panadol for the day because we have a headache, we would pop that in there for the day because it's easy to reach for us and just, yeah, makes it that little bit easier. You know, you might have emergency medications that aren't used all the time, but you need to get to really quickly, like inhalers, EpiPens, you know, you really want those to be very accessible and very easily accessible. So think about that when you're designing your space so that you can make sure emergencies, you know, go as well as they can. 
So step three is, you know, once you've gone through the cull and designing your space, you can use up any leftover items you've got or, you know, make a list to make sure that your other medical spaces are organised and, you know, working well for when you need them. So you might want to have a first aid kit in your car or your caravan or, you know, just your camping equipment. You might even want to keep one, you know, in a swimming bag, especially if you need emergency medication like inhalers and stuff, you sort of want to stash them all over the place. You know, I have one in my car and one in our caravan. So that's a very important to keep up to date, especially yeah, when kids outsize out of different medications and need different, you know, dosage ones. And the car one is so important for when we're at the park and they graze their knee and, you know, it's really not that big of a deal, but a Band-Aid does make kids feel better, you know, <laughs> saves their leg in some circumstances. It really does. And, you, you know, you don't want to be... At a park, for example, like Rachel just said, you don't want to be at a park with a grazed knee. You know, there's a little bit of blood, but of course, when a kid sees a little bit of blood, they think their leg's going to fall off. So, you know, you don't want to be there and have nothing to put on it and then have to, you know, get in the car and drive home or drive to a shop to get something to put on it because, you know, that's going to be five minutes or however long and far away you are of a child screaming about their leg needing to be amputated. So you definitely want to make sure that you've got, you know, Band-Aids, maybe a couple of bandages, any medication you might need. Some eye wash is really good too because sometimes, you know, when you go out and it's windy and the kids are playing and, you know, you might get some dirt or sand or tree leaves or something might hit one of them in the eye or something like that. And again, that's the end of the world and you need to do something about that pretty quick. So that can always be helpful. And also baby wipes are a really good thing to have or wet wipes of some kind to have in your first aid kit in the car because, you know, that's You've got a you know a kid that's got blood on their knee. You need to wipe that off before you put your Band-Aid on, etc. They're a really good thing. And they also help with messes. So they're multi-purpose. You can clean up a mess that they make and clean up blood at the same time. Gotta love multi-purpose. Save space and use your sword. <laughs> well, that's it for today. Head to the show notes to see more information on any of the products we've spoken about today. If you're liking this podcast, make sure to check out all the other amazing shows on the Nova Podcast Network. We'll see you next week. Bye.